man, I need you. I definitely need you. If I ain't never needed you before, I need y'all ass. Hey, Ernest. Samo. Ernest. Hey, Samo. Hey, boss. Samo. Didi. Didi. Yeah. Ain't here. Not tonight. Not tonight. Just me and you, Yeah, and a good friend. You just think about uh, what we do. We're going to make this happen no matter where we are. The world is shifting. And really right now, they, uh, they got us out here in Atlanta. We're here coming to you from the Georgian Terrace Hotel. Right we know you're looking around like, where, the when are they going, going the back studio? to the studio? <laughs> and you know, we read all the comments, you know that? People on Patreon, man, are they ever going back to the studio? Are they ever going to just talk calmly without the audience around, you know, the stories and tell us what's going on? We all going to get back to the stories. We all, y'all doing the live show, y'all, y'all got about the format. Here's the thing. This is the way life works. Life will take you in a direction you have no idea about where it's going. So, uh, a couple weeks ago, I ended up getting my final call back to come back to the cast of Wildin' Out. Now, uh, I didn't tell anybody. I hadn't made a bunch of big announcements about it. But um, I go in and we're going through our workshops. That's where we put all the games on our feet. Nick Cannon, Niles is there. And uh, in through the door, to his surprise, during workshop, walks in my brother and good friend, played Snoop Dogg in uh, Redemption of a Dog play that I was out on tour with. Yeah. JJ is there. Yeah. Little brother. Yeah. Little yeah. brother thinks this is what, TV? TV. <laughs> this man is a comedy legend <laughs> in the game. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. I watched him on TV first. Before yeah, he got 20 years in the game and ain't even 30. <laughs> yeah, he got 20 in the game and ain't 30. He's the young OG. He's hey, the true meaning of the young OG. Trying to put it together. Man. So JJ walks in and then immediately, what are you thinking when you walk in and you see me right there like, Exactly, because we got some stories. Some we ain't even got to yet to tell about with us being out on the road. Man, I walk in, and, and you know how you get that shift of energy when you see a person that you rock with, you know what I mean? It's like, especially if you wasn't expecting it, it's like, because you be, when you really rock with people, you be wondering where they at, what they doing. And so I walk in, especially when it's like comedy, you know, they been there, they like, you know what I mean? You never know it. And so I walk in, I see me, I'm like, oh, it's about to go down. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah. Hey, man, we, we definitely was on the, on the goddamn, on the, on the stroll. About to go down. Running from city to city with that damn tour. Straight hey, up. man, you know, just us working with Snoop and Unk, man, he just really took us under his wing. So that was always, and Jakari Johnson was the dude who put the play on. So we went from city to city tearing shit up. So now right. we done linked back up. We on the show together. And now it's a problem. I forgot about the Snoopies. I thought you yeah. I thought you were talking about they had you on that Teens of Comedy tour back in the day. Oh no, no, no. I ain't, I didn't do that nah, Teens of Comedy. They, that had one, two, they had two niggas on the tour. <laughs> Brandon T. Jackson and Corey Fernandez. Yeah, I know both of them niggas were funny too. At the time. Them niggas were with three yeah. kids. How you with yeah, teens? How you teens with teens? How you on the Teens of Comedy tour? Nah, it was straight. It was straight though. So, Shout out to my nigga Corey. Yeah, man. Yeah, so, no, that's, that tour was straight, though. We did that. We, it wasn't even a huge, huge tour, though. It was just, you know what I mean? Really, I was still, you know, I was just getting started still. So, uh, you know what I mean? It was, it, they had that young look at the time to run around. Y'all niggas are still looking too old and shit. You look like you'll be on the team's company right now, right? <laughs> 
That put you in some predicaments, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, being in charge like that, and in charge of grown people. Well, you know, it's crazy at a young age. You don't know nothing about doing it. I'm having fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just knew I was there with my people, and we was all going to school. I'm doing what I do. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> He's like I'm just trying to get niggas to stop calling me little Bow. <laughs> <laughs> like, face. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like. I was always having fun with it. My growing up in the industry, I always just had fun. Like, even doing the shows and being, you know, like, say, being over all these casts and, like, knowing I never paid attention to being over nobody. It was like, we all together, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, one band, one yeah, sound. straight like that, you know what I mean? And I so, remember I remember seeing you in Houston. So I'm just starting out in comedy. Yeah. And, I'm, you know, I'm 19, about to be 20. So we doing, I get put on to open up the arena theater show. Yeah, just before me and JJ actually really knew each other. And uh, we met, but he, he, I know he don't remember this. This is just during this time. Yeah. He's been on TV, <laughs> all the comedy show, comic view. So yeah. I get there, I'm like, shit, I can get on this show at the arena. I got JJ on there. I mean, I'm straight. So uh, the dude's like, look, man, you know, you ain't on the show. Yeah. But, uh. I'm gonna give you five minutes to let you open up while people walk in. So I'm performing and a nigga yells out, beer, popcorn, get your popcorn while I'm on stage. I'm like, hey man, can you do that? And he, I start roasting the man because that's all I know to go to. And, I, and he stops for a second, looks at me. Yeah. And I guess at that moment he was like, all right, I'm gonna give him a moment to do his comedy. I say my punchline, it don't get a big laugh. Then all I hear, beer, popcorn. At that point, he don't give a shit about what I'm doing up here on stage. So I do my shit. I come off, but I still feel like I did well. Yeah. I come to the back. Ali is there. Ali Sadiq. He sits in the back. Yeah. What you think that was? Yeah. I said, no, nah, you know, I, I hit him. You know what I'm saying? It was rolling. Yeah. You about to see comedy in just a minute. I won't be JJ. JJ couldn't be no more. Maybe <laughs> He goes out and starts going in they goddamn mouth. You see, you never know when I was in there with that trick. Yeah. Nigga, be, nigga look 10 and be 25. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know, I know how old I yeah, am. I know how old I am. I know how Hey, man, them niggas are vampires. Niggas sleep in the coffin at night. So Ali young. looks at me like that and it's like, so you just gonna let a 10 year old yeah. rip. And so it's like it's weird, you know, when I look back and we think about where our friendships all are and how we've all come together to get cool over the years yeah. and then and now be all here. And it's like we go and do Memphis show. And then so the weird part is Memphis show was booked. We've been busting our ass going from city to city to put these live shows together. I mean, uh, we did all of the live shows without mom and daddy. Ernest and Simon weren't with us on the road. Ernest worked on a project. Simon worked on a project. God's making everybody's plate get full. So we like, shit, how are we going to move in different directions all at the same time? So we, we're just trying to make it work. 
So we pull off. We got Birmingham. We do that show. Then we drive to Mobile. I got a college show with Ashima and Fool. We rolling around. Now me, Ashima, nor Fool got a license. <laughs> but we driving like Eve motherfucker. We got weed. You know we the coke boys. We got shit in the car. We got liquor. All of us. Ashima just uh, got jammed with her goddamn license. Like, I, my license gone, gone. So none of us in there. She's like, I ain't driving. So you got to drive. I say, oh, I'm going to drive. I don't care. I'm going to go get this goddamn money. <laughs> fool right there. I say, fool. Y'all, we got to ride with me, bro. I'm driving. You got to, you know, stay up and talk to me. He's talking. Now, I'm I'm talking. I'm like, yeah, man. So, you know, I'm hot now. So I'm talking. I'm rambling. You know, but I'm, I'm riding. I look over. This boy is in a full nod. She was sleep. Now I'm just up high driving one deep. He good for the first hour. Now you can't, you got, you can't, you can't start a story with him. You gotta keep him talking. Now. Uh, you gotta keep him talking. I'm like so a baby on the road. Like anything over an hour, I'm done. I'm out of here on your ass. Man, we get back, we get back here, man, and uh, we end up having to do a show all together. Me, Delay, him. After the Houston second show, we go to Radford, Virginia, to do our show. We decide instead of staying in Rapper, Virginia, we're going to go to Charlotte and fly out. When we get to Charlotte, flights is all full, hotels is fucked up. We like, oh man, you know what? We might as well ride with B. Lewis back to Atlanta and just stay down there. We come to Atlanta, Airbnb it up, we chill, we kick it for two days. Me, Dee Dee, Fool, Dicey down here with us. We smoking, we getting our game plan together, and we plan it all out. So... I find out that we ended up going to start taping while and out the same time that I got the Memphis show. So I'm like, I don't know how the fuck this is going to happen. Wait. Well, there it is. <laughs> In there, you skipped the very critical parts. <laughs> oh, yes. You cannot leave these people out. Oh, On man. That bullshit that you and Diddy pulled at the goddamn airport. So... <laughs> I will let you come in. So what happened? Let me get... tell you what I saw. I'm sitting there. We at the airport. We get now. We're on our way from. Uh, we we was at Billy Mom's house that night. Yeah. We trying to get to up. the airport. Uh, in time, we had a show in Houston. Left the show. After party at Billy Barber's house, we up there four five in the morning. Leave there, go straight to the airport. Our flight leaves at 6.05, it's 5.45, and we on the highway. <laughs> We're not going to make it. Mr. Optimistic over here. No, we good, man. Just chill out. We ain't going to get there. <laughs> Nigga, we not making this flight. We get to, get to the gate. I mean, get to the uh, lady trying to check in. She was like, oh, no, there's no way. There's no way I can't put the bags through because they're not going to make it. So I'm like, oh, my God, I don't know what to do now. So now I'm not paying attention. And the great thing about Billy is, well, the great thing about the team is we all know when to pick up and just run with it. Because mm-hmm. I had no idea what was going to happen next. <laughs> next thing I know, Billy goes, ah, fuck. Okay. Hey, man. He puts his hands on T-Lay's shoulder. Come let me talk to you, man. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. Come on, <laughs> let me talk to you. They disappear for a second. Walk over to the side. I'm standing there with Dicey. I'm confused. Like, Billy comes back. This is where you pick it up. <sighs> so I'm standing there looking at D-Lay and I say, man, those, those kids, those orphans, man, they're going to be really disappointed. 
we're not gonna know what we're gonna do. I mean, what are we gonna do with the instruments? And uh, what, what are, oh my God, they're, they're gonna be stuck there in Atlanta. And the lady looks over, she says, what kids, what orphans? I said, oh, um, <laughs> the guy you're looking at right there, he's Wanda's looking away. He's a uh, uh, classically trained uh, pianist, celloist, pianist, and uh, clarinet player. He plays nine instruments. He's one of the biggest, uh, uh, biggest composers and arrangers in the world. <laughs> and the lady's looking at me, she's like, who, him? And I know at this point that this lady does not know who D-Lay is. And so D-Lay got his shades on. I go full into, hey, man, it's okay. You know what? I'm going to make it work. <laughs> I told your dead dad that I was going to take care of you, so don't you worry about it. You know, you're doing this for the kids. We're going to make it work. He said, well, what about what, what's going on with the bags? The instruments are going to go to Atlanta. We'll just have to get you to fly to Atlanta, pick the <laughs> instruments, and then fly them out to Charlotte. And so the lady said, well, wait a minute. What's what's going on in Atlanta? Oh well, he can't play for the, the orphans that have just recently been unadopted, who are in this program for music. To see him, <laughs> and I'm trying my best not to laugh. You know what I'm saying? So Billy and Delay walk off again. So now, me and Dice together continue the story. So Billy and Delay walk off, and uh, I'm like, you know what? You know who loses? In this situation, <laughs> goddamn kids, man. <laughs> the fucking kids lose out. It's not us. You know what I'm saying? Us being there and performing and getting paid, that's not what it's about. It's the kids. That's what we're there for. It's never losing yeah. out because someone made a mistake. Oh, me. Dicey, like, <laughs> what? <laughs> she, she's completely lost. So, in that oh, moment, yeah, I walk back over with D-Lay. D-Lay has this denim jacket that's custom painted with his name that says, take it in on it. And it did says, you I, did you miss me? And so I said, see, let me tell you, he's dedicated. Wait, wait. The nigga told the D-Lay was a classical trumpeter. <laughs> trumpeter. He's a trumpeter, <laughs> pianist, <laughs> cello player, and oboe. He plays non-classical <laughs> instruments. And he, I, I said, do you have YouTube? Right. She says, no, I don't have that. I said, of course you don't. That's why you don't know who that is. I said, he's a worldwide phenom for playing these instruments. That's over 50 million followers. Oh, <laughs> Huge. Huge. So I said, see that guy right there? He's all about the kids. He does this for them. He makes plenty of money doing what he does. But he does this to give back to the kids every year because he's an orphan growing up. And these kids are orphans. So let me tell you what his jacket is. Tell around. I said, did you miss me down there? That says, did you miss me, kids, because I know you're orphans, because I know you're waiting on somebody to adopt you. And you know what it says at the top? Take it in. That means you don't take in the negative energy when you've been molested by people in your lifetime. So these people have been orphans who was molested. So this woman now. Oh, all of this is covered off the top of his head. He's standing there looking at the chat. Now, wait, wait, wait. Because, see, I'm like a video recorder. I see everything, and I remember everything pinpoint yeah. pretty much. Like, the, the man walks up. Back over with D-Lay. Now they, they both got on shades. Like we all dressed like yeah. we doing something. So it's it's very believable. So they got on the shades. You know, Billy and D-Lay go full force at the airport. Shades, mink coats in the summer. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> Loafers. Like they don't give a damn. These things out there. So we walk he walks back over with D-Lay and they stand there. He like, yeah. See that jacket right there? Yeah. You know what I says? Did you miss me? It's an eighteen, an eight-year-old autistic boy. Because <laughs> every time he comes back to see that boy, the boy says, "Did you miss me?" <laughs> so he says, the top boy says, "Take it in." 
I love how Billy get this thing where he think if he stop talk soft, people believe him more. Let me see. Let me talk. <laughs> see what he says, take it in. That's the name of his number one single that he made for the children. Yeah. <laughs> take it in. I'm sitting there like, taking in for the children. <laughs> <laughs> this shit is all <laughs> corrupt. So then he, he flips it because he wants the people out there who have space in their homes to take it in, take these orphans in. I'm like, man, come on, bro. I don't even <laughs> now, now here's the thing. I, I can't. I'm not good at regurgitating this shit sometimes because most of the time I'm high. So I'm I'm tooted and booted at the airport. I'm out with my shades on. So I'm saying anything because we got to get on this flight to get we to this. You know, we got to get the rapper university where we got to show. And we're not paying for another flight. We're not paying for another so flight. What do we do? Keep talking. talking. <laughs> we talking our ass off. So I'm going at full 100 miles an hour. So I know I got the lady on the hook. So now I'm reeling her in. I said, well, you know, his instrument's there, so we're not gonna be able to play a thing. And if they're there, then what are we gonna do? <laughs> do a concert? What's he gonna play with? He can't play with his hands. She said, okay, so we need bags to get there. Okay, so you know what? I know what we gotta do. Cause she, now, she That's pulls up a flight. Did. The first flight is $467. I said, I can't do that. I said, I can't do that. I need you to just change that flight there because if we do that, then that flight's gonna take him there and the instrument's not gonna get there. She was like, you're right. You know what? I know what she starts putting in shit. She calling people over. She's telling people the story. Now, I'm saying this loud enough and talking. This is when you know your life's working, when somebody starts telling your life for you. So now she's lying to other people for me. So it's not got anything to do with me. Yeah, he's a classically trained uh, 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 trumpeteer, cello player, oboe player, it, the, it, oboe player. The, the, the instruments is going all all off the rails. Who plays a fucking uh, oboe, a clarinet, a trumpeteer, and is a pianist all at oh, one time? And so... This story is going around. Now, I'm saying it and making the dialogue happen. I'm walking with Didi. What I'm doing is, is this is where I keep talking, but I am spreading the concept around in the area. <laughs> I know these other people work for Delta yeah. Airlines. So I'm going to have this conversation, not it's with them, but just in front of them so they see it. I said, so what are we going to do about the kids? Man, the orphans are going to be there. I, I'm a, I'll just drive. Whatever I got to do to get there. She said, yeah. man, you ain't going to make it there in time. I said, you know what? No, I'm going to make it there in time. We're going to find a way to make this happen. Don't worry about it. I told your daddy when he died I was going to take care of you. And that's what I'm going to do until my dying day. That's so, what he got me. That's what I had to walk off. So, so, said, so we spreading this conversation around. We come back, and then finally she starts fixing everything. We get it. We walk through the airport. We get on the flight. We make the flight. <laughs> Brandon Lewis picks us up from Charlotte in the van. We ride down. We get to do the show, and then we're riding back. And uh, we in Atlanta, and then I get a random call to go to a radio show audition. I find out that we tape it while at the same time we tape in Memphis. So I have to make the decision about going from taping and doing while now here in training camp, going to Memphis to, sh to do the shows and coming back and forth every night. And I'm yeah. staying up for days at a time. And that's what we Sorry, just finished yeah. out of. So now we in the middle of shooting this season of season 14. <laughs> and uh, man, it's, it's fucking nuts. <laughs> It has been a roller coaster of yeah. shit that has been going on. Right. But y'all been asking where Billy been, you know, kind of, we you didn't see either me and D lay in the studio together or all three of us in the live shows, but it's like oh, it, that's what it is. It's like when when you when you, when you do when you got work to do, that's the reason it's three of us. Because yeah. we if one if one of us can't be there, two of us can't if two of us yeah. can't be there, one of us will be there with somebody else. We're gonna make it work. Like we're dedicated to making sure every week this show is out, especially Bill. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I've been reading the comments. I read them. Y'all know I read them because I talk mm -hmm. back to you. 
I say shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm defensive as hell. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I had, I had to come stay. I had to get him. Because if I catch him in the comments, I'll be like, hey, man, what you doing? Go in there log out, bro. Go to log out. I'm sensitive about my shit, so I'm, uh, it's somebody right now typing up little JJ. Now that ain't little JJ. Ain't no way. It's a grown man. It's somebody right now typing up. And JJ trying to figure out where the fuck is this story going? Cause you motherfuckers is going on and on. I said, I hey. said, keep talking. I said, God damn. <laughs> I said, this motherfucker here can tell you a story for the time machine. I'm going to take you all the way back there. You, you are going to see and see and hear all of it. And uh, that's, yeah, that's, that's like, though. You, 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 now you've been doing this for so long, for so long, bro. Like, man, you know. This shit for you, bro. Yeah. I, I, I mean, like, we, we didn't have some nights out there on that road. We didn't have some <laughs> nights out there on that road with that goddamn play. Backstage hey, acting a goddamn fool. Yeah, this shit dope. This shit. Snoop, I know. I, I, I don't even see how y'all did no play. Can you I, tell Can you tell them who told me about smoking, <laughs> hitting the blunt through my nose about uh, the bishop teaching me that? Oh, uh, back? Is that the bishop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that Bishop showed how to how to take that to how to inhale it a different way? You feel me? Hey, Chester, straight like this. Who taught you, nigga? I don't want to hit the blood after you. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Give a I can't even back doing that. That's when you start calling that. You ain't smoking. I guess you put it through your nose, nigga. They look at me like, hey man, somebody got help you, nigga. Uh, me. That's the perfect way to broke to smoke by yourself. Nigga. <laughs> you think you see you doing a whole lot of blood after that? The booger blunt. So Billy can keep that. Let him hold. Let him, <laughs> hey, you got that one, brother. Just, just hold that one over. Hold it down. <laughs> but no, nah, we basically was just trying to remind, you know, put it out there what what's been going on because they've been. Hell yeah, yeah, man, this shit funny. That story was all. Yeah, nah, I got the whole story. I was just like. I said, man, then we get on the plane. And when we get on the plane, you can hear the instruments up on the plane rolling around. They just tie none of the shit down. Yeah. That's what makes this podcast so cool is that we can tell them the story because that's all they all they want to hear is the goddamn story. What the fuck happened? How did y'all get out of that shit? I'm pretty sure in all the time you've been out here and starting as young as you, you did, you've had some crazy run-ins like situations, stories, you know what I'm saying? You got, like you, you were telling me earlier about, um, you know, working with, our, being that young with, and with that much going on mm-hmm. at one time, like I know that had to be nuts. Oh like, yeah, nah, I, definitely. I know it was nuts, you know why I know it's nuts? I ain't know. Cause there's so many women always around us because of the things that we do. No matter where oh, we yeah. go, they always show up. And if you want a man that's making shit happen, give us a call. 323-385-9734. We'll get somebody over there to you. Let me tell you what's about to happen, guys. We're going to take a quick break for my sponsors. We're getting a shout-out to our Patreon subscribers who are out there. Get on Patreon. Get the content early. I know you're thinking, what the fuck I need to do the Patreon for if I can listen free? No, we got other shit that you ain't going to see unless you fucking pay to get on Patreon. So shout-out to the Patreon and shit. Exclusive shit. This is our halftime break. We'll be right back right after this. 
All right, so we back. Uh, once again, we want to send a shout out to our, our sponsors, uh, Your Cost Furniture in Houston, Texas. Make sure you check them out. YourCostFurnitureTX.com. See them for some very, very dope furniture. They put together the furniture from our last two live shows that we had in Houston. Dope. So big shout out to them. All our friends over there, Your Cost Furniture TX in Houston, Texas. Appreciate hey, man, now look. Um, Houston, man, we had some shit. Houston was, was rough. I mean, there was all type of shit that was happening. One thing in particular that we got to talk about. Uh, it's all over the news. It's been fucked up. But uh, it's, it's crazy. One of, our, one, of, one of my friends from way back. There at the show. You saw him. My boy. <sighs> Me and Nick grew up together. Uh, there's a knock at the door. I don't know who that could be. Oh, oh, hey. How you doing? It's our, my boy Royce. What I'm saying was, there's a lot of shit that's going on in the world today. Come on in. Y'all free to come on in. How you doing, ma'am? How you doing? How you doing, ma'am? How you doing? <laughs> right in the middle. It's definitely some 323-ish occurring around here right now. Uh, uh, you got the Cowboys on the loose with us, and uh, we, we are out here by ourselves. My boy Royce. Say, shout out, shout out to my boy Royce over there. Um, so, 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 shit's crazy. <laughs> we do the show. My boy comes, now he buys out the section. Supports the fuck out of the shit. My frat brother show up, calls afterwards. Hey man, you uh, you know Kevin Hart, right? You can call Kevin Hart. Call Kevin Hart for me, man. I got some, I got these Picasso's I'm trying to get out. First of all, speaking about Kevin Hart, let me tell you something. I fucking walked in on Billy, brought some goodies hoop. Didn't know what was going on. Now we should dip. Appreciate you, Billy. All right, all right, all right. Hey, let me tell you something. Hey, hey, hey. That's what the fuck we do, fellas. Fuck the plastic cup, boys. About to leave. Let's go. All right, baby, let's go. Really, I love you. Hey, hey, hey. Let me tell you something. Call me. It's like I got some shit for you. If you need, if you need anything, call me. All right? Okay, I'm going to call you, boys. Let me tell you something. You know what this means, fellas? This means not much. I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. If you need anybody to come, give us a call. 323 <laughs> Three, four. We'll get somebody over there to you. He's we definitely about to get some. He's about to get somebody over there. Y'all thought it was bullshit. Y'all thought it was bullshit. Y'all thought it was really happening. We ain't know this. This boy. This shit happened all night. <laughs> so that just happened out of nowhere. <laughs> randomly happened. So <laughs> give a nigga an inch, you take him out. <laughs> so 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 oh, I'm man. there after the show in Houston. Second show, my boy hits me. He says. Yeah, man, you know anybody want to get some Picasso's? You know Kevin Hart, call him. I got these Picasso's. I got also, I got a Monet. I said, a what? A Monet. My nigga, I yeah. said, you mean Claude Monet? No, no. Backstory. My daddy, Pop, uh, was an art teacher. That's what he went to school for. Uh, uh, art, history, background major. Right. So growing up, I understood about Claude Monet being a great pontalism artist. I understood about who Picasso was. In my brain... There's no goddamn way this that thing. you nigga got a Picasso or a Monet. No There's no way. These, these are million dollar paintings. These are museums. So he FaceTimes me and says, yeah, nigga, this shit here, this shit live. You know, we can sell it for like, you know what I'm saying, 1.5. Yeah. We split it. <laughs> you take 500, I take the million, my nigga. I'm, I came up on them, I'm going to put you down. I say, yeah, I said, uh... Yeah, I'm going to call. He said, then you could call Jamie Foxx and get these goddamn. <laughs> now, I got these rollies over here. These the presidential rollies, big diamonds. Now, they go for 65000 
let's just get him for off for 20. You call and hit him up. I say, hey, man, let me call you right back. My kids is up running around. <laughs> now, in my head, it's no goddamn way this nigga got a real Rolex, a Picasso, and a Claude Monet painting. And he's gonna sell me one of these prints. I was like, there's no way that that's what he's doing. Nigga text me this shit. I immediately called him so we can laugh. <laughs> so we laugh. There's exactly. no way. So there's no way. He must be hot. He called me back again. He said, man, look at this, man. This is a work hard. He is running his hands over the paint. I hang up. Nothing. I was like, hey, man, I'm, I'm gonna call you back. I ain't got time. Now I pull up on you if you need me to. I say, bro, let me call you back. He said, man, you know what? You in LA. Why don't you just take, take the paint back to LA with you? And just hold on to them until you find somebody want to sell them. And then when you spell them, you spit the bread. I said, man, I'm, I'm going to call you back. So we go do the show on here in Atlanta. Up on the news flash hits. Biggest art heist in the last 60 years in America. $28.5 million heist. Tony Busby's house is broken into. They got him on camera. So it's no refuting it. They got a whole paper trail. And who is it? My goddamn friend, whose name, you know, they're saying they got to have that name. I'm not, for the sake of fact, I'm not a snitch. You look up Tony Busby Heist, Houston, Texas, and you see which friend you think it is that I'm speaking of. Because as much as you want me to give you the name, I gave you the name of Tony Busby Heist, $28 million. You can look that up and get up the information. However, I then realized I had a chance to have two million dollar paintings in my possession yeah. and I did not believe it because you horse fucked yourself. I horse fucked myself. <laughs> and I probably at that point if I'd have got involved would have been involved in one of the biggest exactly. art You'd have been the, the dumb ass nigga on the plane trying to go back to LA <laughs> with two Monet's. <laughs> 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 I, I, they definitely would have known I was on cocaine in. It's like, oh, this nigga ain't lost it. This nigga out here stealing artwork. Who the fuck is he? James Bond stealing artwork out of a museum? What the fuck's going on? What kind of crown heist bullshit you So, so I, I mean, just these, these weeks have just been everything is happening. I go to do a show in Orlando but with my boy, Harold Dion Thompson. He's an attorney. Now, we got super cool when we were in college because... People would mistake him for me because I was doing comedy because the nigga looks just like me. His, his own like Instagram twins. is 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 uh on Instagram. Look up Harold Dion Thompson, Google yeah. it, or Dion DeNovo, and you will look up and see the nigga that is my twin. We go out in Orlando after I got a show. I'm hosting a, a club night. We there, downtown in Orlando, <laughs> club. We party. Hey, uh, wildin' out. Billy Sorrells is in the building. They doing it big over in the section. Shout out to my boy Billy Sorrells is up in here. So all the comedians is there. Dion's in the section with me. So freeze. A few weeks before that was Courtney's birthday. He goes to Courtney's birthday party. People think it's me at the birthday party. I ain't there. I'm with the kids getting them situated before I come to the club. It's like, how the fuck Billy changed clothes so fast? So now they're trying to figure out how this hair was short and long at the same time. So people are very fucking confused. You know, so this particular night, we at the club, we partying. This nigga yelling out my name the whole night. Uh, the MC yelling my name out the night on the microphone. Everything's good. We got a bottle comes over. Bottle number one comes. We in the section. Now I can tell my boy Dion getting lit because now he's opened up his shirt. Yep. He had a collar shirt on. That's the and once, once the shirt opens up and you see that white beater in the belt <laughs> that's tucked in, 
I said, yeah, he lit. He leaned over and said, my nigga, I'll kill any niggas in for you, my nigga. You just that type of nigga for me, my nigga. I fuck with you, bro. And he <laughs> said, I always want to kill for you, nigga. Like, nigga, like, now, nigga, like, your hand high. Don't worry, my nigga. <laughs> anybody. <laughs> Anybody got a problem? Plus, I got some niggas I defended that I got out of some charges and shit. They just got out. They good. They with me. So we good, good. I said, okay. All right, cool. I'm good, man. We chilling. I'm, I'm having my drink. I'm chilling. In walks yeah. after a game with the Orlando Magic, the 76ers, Joel Embiid, and uh, was it Ben Simmons. Now, they kind of coming in low-key because they just lost. Some white bitches around. There's the team managers, a couple other people. They come and they get to the section right next to us. But the club sections are so small yeah. that Embiid is standing at the edge of the section and starts standing over in our section. Now, this nigga's so huge that we can't even see this nigga no more on the other side because he's blocked out everybody. My boy Dion gets mad. He says, look, man, that whole ass nigga gonna move. I said, who is gonna move? That nigga right there, blocking our section, trying to take all the shots and <laughs> Niggas got their own section, need to move the fuck around. So he gets fucked out of our section, walks down to the front of our section, and is talking to me like, hey, hey, bro, you need to move. You in the way. So MB looks at him with a drink in his hand and is like, looking back this way. Ben Simmons over there, they talking. And one of the other, like, assistant managers or whatever was there. So he's like, hey, bro. At this point, he is poking this nigga in his arms. Hey, bro, you need to move. And so MB's looking down at him. He's set, yeah, 7'2". <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, Dion is my height, 5'9", five, 5'10", five, and a half on a good day. So Dion gets, now he's got a bottle of Hennessy in his hand. So Dion stands up on the shoulder of the couch, the edge. Now, he's just barely above this nigga's shoulder. He is. Either you gonna move or I'm gonna move your bitch ass, but you gonna move. At this point, he opened his <laughs> hand up and mushes MB onto the side. Yeah. MB head does like this. The manager jumps over, bodyguard jumps over in the middle. Dion, like, yeah, nigga, we'll beat your ass in here. Now, normally, I'm the person doing stupid shit like right. this. I was just sitting there thinking, like, like right now, it's like you <laughs> watching yourself be you. Because not only does he look like you, but he's acting like you when you're drunk, right? So Ben Simmons gets up. He walks over. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. What the fuck is happening here? This is only the future of the 76 franchise. I said, yeah, do you know who that is? I said, man, that's, 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 that's Joel Embiid and uh, Ben Simmons, bro. Why don't you chill? Nigga, I don't give a fuck. Fuck the 76ers. Nigga, I'm from Memphis. I was like, Oh, you lit lit. I say, I said, hey man, it's just us. It ain't just us. It ain't. Yeah, look, you see that right there? Yeah, nigga, them niggas just got out. We a bloodbath, these niggas in his They just got out. I said, oh. I said, they can just bargain. He said, yeah, they ain't gonna just bar me. They got the felonies. I said, so Embiid is there, the security guard there. Embiid comes to the edge of the session again. And so Dion says to the security guard, he said, if you come around the corner of that couch, I'm going to knock his bitch ass out with this bottle. So now he says this loud. Everybody's just looking. The bitches look over. The security guard looks over like, hey, man. Then the security guard looks at me. Dude yells out, Billy Sorrell's wilding out in the building. <laughs> so I'm sitting there and I'm like, man, what the fuck? So, so Ben Simmons walks over and he leans in the set. It's a couch, right? It's right here. I'm sitting here like this with my bottle. 
The goons is right here. My clone twin is in the front. And Ben Simmons says, hey, man, this Billy Sorrell's nigga, man. That nigga, old ass nigga, man. He out here tripping, bro. <laughs> this Billy Sorrell's nigga on that bullshit. You ain't did shit. I ain't did <laughs> shit. Now, right now, you are in the, the 76 locker room oh, on man. the wall. We going to beat <laughs> his ass. So the goons start closing in on Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid section. I'm sitting there like, man, I didn't even do nothing. I'm not even tripping tonight. Yeah, yeah. I'm just sitting here. The one time you ain't on shit. Yeah. Cooler. <laughs> Cooler fuck in. Now, mind you, Courtney been blowing my phone up. Because Courtney cloned my phone. <laughs> We're going to get to that. So I made a mistake. Earlier this summer, I told her that, you know, her iCloud information was able to be accessed. It was on my computer, so I could see conversations. Or Man, you see, this is a real podcast, and all the people listening and listening to the story. Nigga, I'm sleepy at this point. Now, they are in this. <laughs> they are listening. Ain't y'all listening? They, they like if they watching and they come and they see me preaching and moving. <laughs> First of all, the camera is rolling. The camera rolling. The camera it is, rolling. It is one o'clock in the morning. One o'clock in the morning. In the Georgia Terrace, we got a show tomorrow, and we, we had to tell these people. You don't have to tell these people the story later. Is what I want to tell your ass. <laughs> I'm not the goddamn sit here and listen to that damn more motherfucking stories. Oh, don't give a fuck. No, no, fuck that shit. Y'all motherfuckers can put the comments, put it in there. Y'all can hear this shit and take y'all ass to bed. Go to bed. Go to motherfucking bed. We're not finna no more stories tonight. We go, we go, better fact, so pick it up where it is, What we're gonna do is, we're gonna tell you the rest of the story about me, Courtney, and how this phone cloning shit goes back. But I gotta say one thing, one impeccable thing. This is the way the Lord works. So I have to leave to go to Memphis. No, I gotta say one thing. I'm gonna say one thing. Just tell him. I gotta tell him this. So I'm coming to Memphis to do the show and coming back here. In the airport, I, I take my, my shit through TSA. In the airport, I'm going to my gate to fly back in. And I'm leaving these niggas in the daytime to go do this shit, to go do the show and come back. I say, all right, I'm gonna be right back in training camp tomorrow. Coming through TSA, who the fuck do I see? From behind, tall. 7'2. Dark skin. Nappy hair. Turns around. I said, how the fuck this nigga see me in the the fucking airport? That moment, MD looks me dead in my face and says to me, Did you miss me? God damn it. Took me around the world and back again. Did you miss me podcast? The best storytelling podcast around. Obviously, we are fucked up. We've been drinking Steven Seagal. The parents done left us out here on the road. Cowboys on the loose. We got to put JJ to bed. JJ JJ got to perform tomorrow. JJ was was drunk the other day, so was I, in the middle of the goddamn workshop. But we're going to pick up more stories this week, running loose in Atlanta, more to come, and if you're a Patreon subscriber, you're going to get all this shit early. So I guess it's what, is this the first time this shit going to be continued? Yeah. I think so. It is. (laughs) 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 (la
Yeah, Jim. 